Welcome to Podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to Podcast 2187. And this is this is going to be a special week for people in Star Wars fanness. And of course, everybody knows right now, it's because we have Star Wars Celebration coming later this week. This is our episode to be like the pre-celebration show. I know a bunch of different podcasts are doing that. Hopefully we are included in your lineup of whether you're traveling there and listening to this or, you know, you just got to your hotel and you're you're excited about what's coming in, in the next few days or whatever it is. We were actually we we're actually planning on a lot of you listening to us in uh, the long line overnight. Um but apparently that's not happening. So Correct. No yeah. lines are allowed, at least not overnight. Da- damn the convention. We could have had a bunch of listeners, and now you guys have a lot of free time to Mm -hmm. to shop and spend money. And and that's probably the whole reason why they did it. Son of a gun. I I saw some rumor or something somewhere that said that just it's a rule of the convention center, McCormick Place, to not allow overnight lines. I don't know if that's true, but I did see that as one potential explanation. When When you guys, and since... I don't know if everybody knows, but Tim is going to be attending Star Wars Celebration. Yes, Tim uh, is. I would encourage anyone who uh, gets a pin from us, Podcast 287, uh, to go ahead and, and get a picture taken with Tim. <laughs> and uh, tweet that picture out. Hashtag, uh, this is what he looks like. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at Trooper Tim. And, you know, there we go. All right. Well, you know, he's not a robot. Either one. Here's the thing. So much of my time, at least I'm thinking on Thursday, a large portion of my time is going to be live streaming, stalking Noah. So I'm going to be preoccupied at least for Thursday. I don't want to talk about Noah right now. Well, Noah's spo- <laughs> Noah was supposed to be our special guest. Good old Noah Outlaw was supposed to be our special guest uh, this week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, celebration. He's going to celebration. Tim's going to celebration. Uh, Noah has come down with the sniffles. <laughs> and uh, he's called out from the podcast tonight. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah. Go ahead and trip him when you see him. Just <laughs> I don't even know what it is. <laughs> hey, that, that's true. I mean, it's weird because on the one hand, I could get away with it because, again, like he'll have no idea who I am. Or he's going to suspect every person he doesn't know to be me either way it's a win can you put on a fake voice oh, i'm sure like i i don't i don't know me, what it would me, be let me hear you do a little texas oh we'll no oh no i can't i can tell you right now i can't do a texas that's not gonna happen okay how about tim can you be a leprechaun uh, no <laughs> it, it what doesn't kind of voice can you do tim just something different i don't like, i can't model it after a leprechaun but i can Okay, Sound so I different. just want you to just go up to him and just start talking to him in this fake voice. Okay. If you have to stand in front of the mirror for a couple of days before you travel to celebration just to get the voice down, feel free to do it. Because uh, I was getting my voice down, you know, for tonight's episode. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was. I was going to be the ghost of Al Capone, and we were going to do ghost stories and i was going to talk to Noah about the history of the haunted hotel he's staying at i actually did a little work for this episode 
We still can because we have listeners who are going to be there too. So, well, if any of them wants to, who want to talk to you about it? To just inform our listeners about this this hotel. Well, apparently, it's one of the one of the most haunted um, um, hotels in America. It's actually the inspiration for the Stephen King novel uh, novel slash uh, Johnny Depp film. I think it's fourteen oh eight. It was Johnny Depp and uh, Samuel L. Jackson about a haunted hotel room. Uh, people have seen the ghost of Al Capone, uh, other shadowy figures uh, in there. Uh, they don't. There's one specific room I forget the number that that people don't want to stay at. What, what movie am I thinking of? Because I'm picturing the John Cusack movie. It could be John Cusack. Oh, okay. So make sure because I, I might have been a separate one. Yeah, there was I, there's some weird Johnny Depp movie I'm thinking of that's almost the same type of deal, but I think it was the John Cusack one. You're right, because I, I have seen that one, and I did not know that was inspired by this place. That's what that's what the the information about the hotel is. That's what the information about the hotel says. You know, I, I'm a happy person because I know people who are there, like Noah, so I I might be able to go in there and say that I was at that location, but I'm not staying there, and, and that makes me happy. You didn't want to see the ghost of Al Capone because that would have been cool as far as I'm concerned. Oh, that would have been cool, but I also don't want to experience... I'm not John Cusack, and, and I'm not going to put myself in that position. Not that that would happen the same way, but hey. I'm, when are you, I'm, when are you... The hotel I am at is connected by Skybridge to the convention center, so I'm happy. What's the hotel you're staying at? No one's so going to find you. It just... No, yeah. No, there are two of them that are connected. One of them is, I think it's like a Marriott, and then there's another one that's a combination of like Hilton Inn, Hampton, and something else. I forget. Just a bunch of stuff. And that's the one I'm in because it's connected but cheaper than the Marriott. So, yeah. What, what, kind, of, what kind of ghosts are at that hotel? None because it's pretty new. Or, just or it's pretty boring and ghosts don't even uh, stay at that hotel. Yeah, if it's filled with all robots like me, then what's the point? It's all business travelers. Yeah. There's no history to it. Right. I actually was looking at the hotel that is this one that we're talking about. Is it Roosevelt or something like that? No, that was the Concord, the Columbia. Oh, uh, uh, uh yeah. No, con, con, it's like the Congressional. Is that it? Let me, let me look it up. Haunted. I'm, I type slow. Um, Chicago <laughs> Pizza? No, hotel. <laughs> haunted Chicago Pizza? I want to see those results too. I bet you there is haunted Chicago Pizza. The most the Congress Plaza Hotel and Convention Center. Oh. Yes. Yep. What do they have there? Uh, nothing beats the guy. It was a one of the news articles. Um I'll, I'll try and uh, I'll try and tone it down. This is the article I wanted to talk to Noah about, where he says, uh, "I stayed in Chicago's most haunted hotel and pretty much sh- shat myself." <laughs> Shat's okay to say, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I guess the, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's like, should I say I pretty much scat myself, like animal scat? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, that's the actual title of the article. From uh, actually, I think her I think her name was Anna. She Anna Kopsky. She wrote an article about it. That would have been Noah. I was really hoping that uh, 
you know, uh, okay. Noah would have. We can do this. I'll be Noah just for this, and you be you, and we can recreate what would happen. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, no, because I'm not doing the ghost of Al Capone. No. Is, it just, is it just me, or are you doing it right now? No, that wasn't me. <laughs> no. Okay. You, you, listen, look. Text, text, uh, or not text. Tweet Noah. Let him know uh, what you guys missed out on. Our wonderful listeners missed out to missed out on a little skit. And it's all his fault. So send all the blame on Twitter to at Outlaw Noah. Yep. Go watch his videos. Yeah. Do that too. So, hey, well, celebration is happening. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of awesomeness that's going to be coming out of this. In many ways, it seems like this is going to be the biggest celebration so far. I, I would say that the biggest competition it has would be the Anaheim 2015 one. Um, but just physically, like this is the largest convention center in North America, I was saying. So in that way, it's going to be the and biggest one. And the most one. deadliest. It burned down. I saw that, I think, today. This convention center burned down in like the 60s. Were there people inside? I have no idea. I didn't look that closely. It might be ghosts, too. I'll look at that in a minute, because you're right now. I'm curious. But anyway, um, so it's biggest. It's the biggest one in that way. It's also got everything (laughs) going on, pretty much. So this is, of course, the the big episode nine uh, end of the Skywalker saga celebration. And it's also going to be big, though, because we've got potential looks at all these other projects. I know you've mentioned before, maybe uh, that will end celebration with more movies than just episode nine to be looking forward to. And we also have some TV like Disney plus stuff with like the Mandalorian and clone wars and all that. And these just some of the, it's the 20th anniversary of the Phantom Menace. Any one of these things at a celebration would be a highlight, but now you have them all happening at once, you know? So it's been two years since we had a celebration, and that one was in uh, uh, Orlando before The Last Jedi. And, of course, there'll be another couple of years before we have the next one. But anyway, this one's shaping up to be really awesome and big and exciting. Um, by the time that you're listening to this, they should, if you entered the lottery for the panels, you should know if you got in or not, because those are supposed to be revealed or announced or however you want to put it on Tuesday. So... Um, and again, this episode comes out uh, Tuesday evenings, so you should know by now. And hopefully, things worked out in uh, your favor. Twitter's going to be amazing on Tuesday. Yeah, social media is just going to be wonderful. <laughs> I'm just honestly, I, I'm at the point now where I'm just preparing to not get. I, I might be able to get into like a streaming stage or something. I'm just bracing myself that I'm not going to be able to get into the main celebration stage for a panel. And if I do, then that's a great bonus to look forward to. But did you happen to, are you good at, are you good at statistics or something? A little bit. Did you look and see what the odds are for a person not getting any of the panels that they wanted to get on to not winning any lottery? Cause that will happen. There's gotta be at least one person who didn't get a single effing panel that he wanted and yeah. that's going to be sad for that guy who just lived up to statistics. That's what happens. Yeah. No, I, I didn't look that, that extensively, but and I did. I'm sorry if it's you. Oh, I, 
That's very true. Yeah, that would suck. Um, I looked at the uh, uh, capacity because, like, the Wintrust Arena is the main stage. So that's where the celebration stage is going to be, and it's the main, uh, you know, episode nine panel. All the people are going to actually be on stage in that building, and the capacity for that building was somewhere around ten thousand. Um, so I mean, that's pretty big. You know, you think ten thousand is a lot of people, but as I mentioned, this is the biggest convention center in North America, so there are going to be a lot of people at Celebration. So I don't know the exact number of how many people are going to be there, but I think I, I saw online something about one of the Celebrations, might have been Anaheim, was supposed to have like 50,000 people there. So again, like let's just say that this is at least that big. It's probably bigger. That's one out of every five who would get to get in. So, Well, I'm trying to see what the arena capacity was. Um when I went to Anaheim. Yeah. So their arena capacity, hold on, is 7,500. 7,500 for stadium-style seating. But there was a, a decent amount of seats on the floor. Right. So I don't know if that's 7,500. Either way, I imagine that the Chicago Convention Center is big. Right. And also, I would hope that... See, do you think there'd be more people going to the convention in Anaheim uh, for when you know Star Wars came back and this is the first information about the new sequel trilogy? Or there'd be more people going now um, with the end of the Skywalker saga? Well, I don't... I don't know about how many people would be interested in going. That may have been higher for The Force Awakens. But just by capacity and numbers i think they're going to be more now it's not is it sold out any day or all of it uh uh i think thursday friday saturday and sunday are sold out. i think monday might be the only one left oh let's see friday Keep saturday talking. sunday for sure are sold out go ahead keep talking i'll look <laughs> so Basically, what our plan is, at least for this episode, and we're like however long into the episode, we're now telling you what we're going to do. Uh, but anyway, the first part is we're going to be going over some stuff to expect based off of the schedule and how things are working, the layout, just some some Celebration 101 stuff here. And uh, also, we're going to have Mark give us some insights into uh, being at Celebrations in the past. So if you're like me and you haven't been to any before, it might give us some good tips or tricks or things to be aware of. And uh, we're, I think, going to also get a little bit of just, uh, not predictions, but thoughts on, on on potential things that that can happen here exciting things hype type of things and at the very end for anybody who's interested because i know you're out there um we may just be able to cover a little, couple more spoilery things that last week a, a large part of our episode was based on some leaks and information for episode nine and uh, there's more that we didn't even get to so we and stuff that's come out since then too so we might cover some of that as well at the very end if you're interested in that but for now we're gonna check in with mark and see if he's got his answers yeah it's just monday okay monday monday adults and kids there's still uh, tickets available everything else is sold out so if you're fortunate enough to have your ticket, um, awesome. And if not, you can check. There's a service they introduced this year. I think it's called Light. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not just for celebration, but they're using this 
And it's a way that if you have to sell, if someone bought tickets and can't make it or whatever reason needs to sell their tickets, they can use this as an official uh, middleman to sell their tickets. So even if, if there's a day that's sold out, if you want to go check that and you may be able to still get some tickets from somebody. Yeah, I'm going to go look. I'm going to go look right now. Let us know, report back. And, and while oh. he's doing that, though, um, most people, again, there, there, some people are leaving right now. Uh, like as we're recording, there are people on their way. People are around the nation. People are, I think, around the world, right? They're going to kind of converge in Chicago for this. So it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to meet a lot of people. And I haven't been here, and I know we're going to meet a lot of awesome people and have a great time. It all really kind of kicks off on Thursday. And I believe the convention center opens at one on Thursday. And that's, you know, if you're, if you're looking mainly at like the highlight panels and the big events, all that, that's not really what Thursday's for. It seems like it's pretty much, um, I think it's even called the preview day, just to get an, a scope of the land and see how it is, see some vendors. Um, there are some people having photo ops or autographs on Thursday as well. And it's really just kind of like an introductory day. And uh, there are showing some screenings of all the Star Wars movies uh, across the day. So I think uh, Thursday is Solo and Rogue One that are going to be shown. And uh, those are in the afternoon. And uh, that's pretty much Thursday. It's just a day to, again, get the lay of the land and uh, get set up for the, for the coming days and, and you have to, have Do you fun. have to pay for Thursday? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But wait, Thursday. I'm sorry. I'm trying to count with my fingers. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. Oh, it is five days. All right. <laughs> so it, there's really, not, it's really not a full day. It's just a day and a half. It's it's a uh, four and a half days. Yeah, I mean, it's like one to eight or something like that on Thursday. It's open. Excuse me, I don't mean to yawn. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> this is what happens when you go and see uh, Shazam at ten o'clock at night. It's way oh. past my bedtime. I haven't seen that yet. I've heard it's pretty good, though. Yeah, it's fun. But <laughs> I can't... Like, I remember... Uh, oh, boy. See, when I went... When I was watching the prequels in theaters, they didn't have that Thursday preview. Oh, yeah. The earliest you could show the film was 12.01. Right. Friday morning. And so it was literally like, I saw Attack of the Clones, 12.01. Right. And I tell you... It's just not a good. It's not a good experience because you're not sure if you're unhappy because, like, I love Attack of the, Attack of the Clones. Uh, it, it's I don't rank my films, but it's definitely in the top. It's just a lot of fun. There's so many different things to it, but I tell you that night, I was hating everything. <laughs> well, it's just it's funny because um, I've been and I, I tweeted something about this, but I've been for the past few days. Uh, watching um, one, or at least having on in the background or something, getting through one Star Wars movie a day uh, leading up to, so starting with episode one, going all the way down uh, until Wednesday is Last Jedi, Thursday is the start of Celebration. So um, that's been really fun, and you know, it's not the first time I've done that. I've, I've watched all the movies in order in one day multiple times. But uh, Attack of the Clones, like, I just, I like the movie, it isn't one of my favorites, but I like it. And I don't understand why most people have it as the very bottom. Because for me, I've said this before, but there's another one that's definitely not 
it's at the bottom for me and i just i like it because attack of clones it's not perfect but like you said there, there is a lot to it that's good everything from like the geonosis arena scene like i love that and it's a good movie in the whole scheme of life it's a good movie well i think i think one of the things that well i don't okay so <laughs> one of the things that i think the sequel trilogy is lacking is the amount of density or or the dense information that you got in the prequels right uh, when you look at attack of the clones as far as the amount of creatures and i'm not talking about just you know human-sized creatures i mean the monsters right. uh, the locales um you know the, the different set pieces the characters that are introduced i mean there's so many new characters introduced when you start thinking about uh uh the trade federation not the trade federation but uh, is it trade separatist? Thank you. Uh, and then you got Dooku, and then you've got you know uh, Django, and the, and the Kami- is it Kami? How do you always pronounce that? Uh, how does <laughs> Kami Kami Owens? I think it's like uh, uh, Owens, I think. Okay. So, anyways, you, once you start thinking about it, you know, Coruscant uh, gets more in depth, and and Yoda fights, and. You know, you go back to Naboo with with the different people there, and it's just it's just really dense, and that's what I love about the the prequel trilogy far more than you know because I I love the I love the original trilogy, but the prequel trilogy just did an amazing job in just expanding the uh, the Star Wars universe. I don't think the sequel trilogy has done as good a job. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, that's. I don't and, really think people can argue with that. I can't wait to to see episode nine. I think episode nine is going to expand quite a bit, to be honest. Yeah, I, it will, but at the same time, it's still going to feel very genuine and authentic to the franchise. You know, it's not going to go too far. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, you mean to the sequel trilogy? No, I, I mean to like the Star Wars overall. Like they're not going to be introducing stuff out of left field. You're like, okay, that just doesn't feel like Star Wars to me. You know, I don't think they're going to go that far. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll still be in the realm of what we know as Star Wars. Sorry, but, I didn't mean to digress. <laughs> I was going to say, but anyway, so that's Thursday. <laughs> um, did you see if there are any uh, tickets on Light you can get for like Friday or something? No, the funny thing, I was just looking at light, and for me to even look for tickets, I think I have to enter my email address and agree to some terms and conditions, and no thanks. <laughs> All right, well, in theory, there might still be some there, so if you're interested in going, check that out and try to see. You might be able to still score some. It's uh, getting close, but there's still time. Anyway, Friday is when it really starts getting kicking off, though, because Friday Why? at 11... Uh, is when we have our episode nine panel. And of course they've announced, I think the only people they've announced to actually be there, uh, JJ and Kathy Kennedy, I believe we all know there's going to be way more (laughs) than just the two of them there. But even if you're extremely bored for the first 55 minutes of the panel, which you won't be, but even if you are the last five minutes are going to make it all worth it because they're, they haven't announced this, but I mean, come on, everybody on the planet knows, even people who aren't Star Wars fans, they know. The trailer, the first look at Episode Nine, is going to happen at the end of the Episode Nine panel, and at the end of the trailer, they're going to show us what the title is. So we're going to get a double whammy like they did with Avengers Endgame. 
where we're going to get a trailer and we're going to get the title and we're going to get hype going for this movie. Now, what if, what, what if you're wrong, Tim? What if it just says Star Wars Episode Nine? Then I will laugh so loud you'll probably hear me in your own house. Like, there's a, I don't want it to happen because I want the title, but at the same time, there's a small part of me that kind of wants them to do that. Tim, can you do me a favor? Probably you, not. Okay, because he, here's the deal. Without, without getting into too much detail, uh, friend, friend of the show, uh, I'm not going to say who, didn't. <laughs> basically, I think he recorded himself uh, watching. Um, the episode, uh, I think it was episode eight, the last Jedi trailer. And then he overlaid that audio to the actual trailer. So it was good quality, right? Uh, but man, the audio is funny. <laughs> it's funny. Cause there's parts that just doesn't sound, I'm not sure what movie he's watching. I can't really say more than that without, it's a kid's show. <laughs> kid show, but there's a lot of, Oh, there's a lot of d- different sounds. Yes, and so I want to hear what you sound like—just pure joy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, so, can you do that? You think that'd be possible? Pure joy, <laughs> me is is pretty much silence. Well, if if you're if you're silence, you're silence, Tim. Because that yeah, cause that, I, that makes me know a lot about you in other ways. You know, it's pretty much silence and taking it in and then talking and not stopping for the next half hour afterward. Fine. But can you just record it anyways? Because maybe you'll have a moment <laughs> where you're like, ooh, ooh. And I just, I just need, to know, I need to know what you sound like. In, in your most intimate of moments, I, I, I need this. Tim, please. <laughs> I don't ask for much. I, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say no right now. I'll say that much. All right. I'll say no later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's Thursday and Friday, episode nine panelists that mentioned that title trailer. It's going to be awesome. And, uh, well, and, and hold on for everybody. Uh, obviously, we're going to get the trailer right after they will. So, so I imagine that the trailer should be online. If you're talking at nine o'clock central time. So the, let's say the trailer should be up by 10 o'clock central time. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, 11. The trailer. No, I'm no. sorry. What time does the panel start? 11? Yeah. yeah. So, so it should be up by noon central time. Central. Noon yeah. central, one Eastern. Uh, what is that? Noon central, 10, 10 Pacific. Yeah. And nobody we know really listens is in mountain time. So. <laughs> Sorry, 11 Mountain Time. Poor Mountain Time. You ever notice that... Uh, same thing with Central Time. Doesn't Central Time have to watch everything... Um, East Coast based? East, yeah, East Coast Time. I think so, yeah. So it's like 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks for them. I, well, I mean, it seems like it, but at the same time, not really, because you... Finish sooner, and you can do more with your day. True, but a lot of people aren't home. At seven? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're trying to eat. Well, I mean, I guess. watch TV and eat, can you, Tim? That's against, you know, the nuclear family code. 
Whoops. Why? Wow, you do that? I have. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I do. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, uh, Friday after the panel, you know, you have a bunch of other panels. By the way, if you're going to Celebration, go ahead and download the Celebration app because it is out. And it's a it's a good way to get your own schedule together in one place. You can browse through all the panels and things going on, add it to your schedule, set reminders 10, 20, 30 minutes ahead of time, an hour ahead of time. And uh, also just get a good look at everything that's going on. It's kind of like the central hub for, excuse me, for celebration, like it's supposed to be. It's the app. So go ahead and get that. It is out and it is pretty helpful. Um, and uh, yeah, so all this other awesomeness is going to be happening on Friday. Uh, they're going to be showing uh, New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, I believe, on Friday at the Marriott, if I remember correctly. Um, and uh, that's when you really get going with like the autographs and the photo ops. Uh, more and more panels. You get more of the fan stuff. I think the Saber Guild has stuff there. The 501st comes in, I think, on Saturday. You know, Really, Friday and Saturday is when you really get going with all this kind of stuff, too. And the, the schedule plays into it more than just roaming around on the, the floor. And, uh, of course, Saturday, the big highlight there is going to be the Mandalorian, the panel for that, which is, again, from 11 to 12 Central Time. And uh, uh, I'm assuming we're going to be getting same type of thing. You know, first look there, uh, trailer, behind the scenes, both, something like that. And uh, I would hope that we get a date, too. Um, I'm, I'm feeling like we might. It, it seems like a pretty decent thing to do. If you're going to have a panel for The Mandalorian, you know it's coming out within the next, uh, what, eight months sometime? Because it's said that it'd be this year. So if it's sometime in the next eight months, that'd be a great time to give us the date at its own panel. So well, and, and also from what I understand that that Force Friday that's coming up is going to focus on Mandalorian episode nine, and I think it was the fall what Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Jedi Fallen Order game. Right. So it, it's going to be there. It, you know, it's coming out this year. Right. Besides the fact that they said it's coming out this year, but you know. It, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tight window for the end of the year. We talked about this before, but good lord, there's gonna be some a lot of good stuff coming. You're gonna have all within the last probably three months, four months of the year. Yeah, you're gonna have uh, Mandalorian, Clone Wars, uh, Jedi Fallen Order video game, uh, Star Wars Resistance season two, and of course, did I say episode nine? You did not, but episode, episode nine. nine, which will soon, hopefully next week. We can actually say what it is and not just episode nine. I think we're getting close. Anyway, after you the. Know, you know what would have been good would, uh, as a title would be The New Order. Eh. Why? That, uh, just in my mind, that's too similar to A New Hope. Now, I know everybody's going to say Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi. But for me, A New Hope, A New Order is too close. Well, I, I just thought it was interesting because you've got the first order, so A New Order would be. Good, and then you can just compare it to that old English band, uh, New Order too. <laughs> well, awesome. I, I could see it working just because if Rey kind of starts her own version of a Jedi Order that isn't the actual Jedi Order, it would follow the story up to this point, and it and it could work. Uh, I just I, I would hope that whatever the title is is a little bit more intriguing on the basis of the name than that. Because like, what really, if they what if they call it Return of the Jedi Two? 
Oh, I'd be on board. Would you really? That's my favorite Star Wars movie, so sure. So, so we've got we've got Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, then hey, no, it's actually Return of the Jedi, part no, two. Even better, the re-return of the Jedi. Re-return the re yeah. rerun of the Jedi. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm good with that. Or the Jedi Strikes Back. No, Tim. Why not? I don't know. That's too. That's too much. <laughs> attack of the Attack of the Jedi. Nah, Jedi don't attack. The that, that's the dark Jedi? side. Phantom. Ooh, hey, I actually do kind of like that. <laughs> like how it doesn't. How about a new Jedi? Nah. Seriously though, like fan, the, the Phantom Jedi, it would never happen. But that sounds really cool though. Anyway, uh, after the Mandalorian panel ends at noon Central Time, at one thirty we have the panel starting for the game that Respawn Entertainment is making under the license of EA, which is the aforementioned Jedi Fallen Order game, which takes place after the events of Episode 3. And you are, it seems like you are playing as a Jedi who survived the Purge, at least the initial round of it. And uh, that's pretty much all we know, but it's your story from that point out. So... It's going to be, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Respawn is a great company. And um, I'm really looking forward to what they're going to do, not only for the lore, but the gameplay experience itself. And I don't have to go into it all right now, but I have had a lot of thoughts recently about Battlefront and what does and what does not work about it. And I really feel like uh, what Respawn can bring to this, it's a different type of game. But whatever the issues were with Battlefront 2, I don't think they're going to have the same issues with this game. So, is it a, a, a third person, like over the shoulder type, or is it a first person? They haven't specified to to my knowledge, but I would expect what it, based off of what we heard, I would expect it to be third person. Oh, those games are so much better. Well, but uh, it, it depends on what it what it is. Like Battlefront, when it gives you the option between the two, you got to do third person. You know. But if you're playing a game that is first person, so long as it's a competitive first person style game, it can work. But if you're doing it for like a campaign or story or lore, and it's not really about competitive in nature, uh, yeah, that, that's not going to work. Does that does that have easy mode for me? I can request it. Can you? Sure, I'll shout it out. See what happens. Cool. Because you don't you don't need a lottery to get into that one. So, Do we know who's doing the music for it, at least? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm going to try to find out. Do that. Jedi Fallen Order game. Mm, I'm not seeing anything to indicate that we know. Just, I remember saying it comes out this fall, which is pretty much the fact that it comes out in the fall and that it, the name of the game is pretty much all we know so far. That's it? Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, and again, I'm not, I'm not that, you know, look, uh, I'm interested to see it, but that's not, that's not something I will necessarily check my computer, sorry, not, not computer, but check my phone or, or check anything about when that panel's on. Yeah. Like I, because it's on a Saturday, like if I'm home and if I'm not at celebration, I'd watch that if it's being live streamed, because I do care about that kind of stuff and I follow it. Um, if I had to miss it because of a previous obligation, I'd be fine going back and watching it on YouTube later. It's not something that's like pressing that you need to see it live with the rest of the fans, you know? Um, 
I'm looking forward to being there. I'm hoping to make it in because again, you don't need a lottery for that one. So I'm hoping to at least get in for that. Um, but and there's also other cool stuff I didn't really touch on too. Like there's the the ILM VR Vader thing that's happening. It's gonna be pretty cool. They're having something. Uh, Galaxy's Edge. They okay. have when when it, I forgot about that. When is that panel? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up because I I kind of forgot about it. I don't understand why that's one of the eleven o'clock panels that you need a lottery for. And honestly, I have no idea why. I guess people are really into it. You know, well, no, I'm excited about it, but why does it have a, a whole panel for a land that we're just going to see concept art of? Like, I don't get it. I just think this is, I don't know, it already feels like overkill as far as I'm concerned, that everything is tied into this one. You know, it, it's like it's like the new Tatooine, but I have reverence for Tatooine. Tatooine means something. This is like, you know, what, what's that? what's that one... Uh, I'm thinking of that stupid line from Mean Girls, and I don't even like the movie. <laughs> it's like, stop trying. I think it's Mean Girls. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Oh, yeah. And, and this is that type of situation to me. It's like, stop trying to make Galaxy's Edge or what is it, Batu? Yeah. Stop trying to make it a thing, you know? It, it's like every little thing now ties in with this. And it's. And, uh, well, I mean, again, I'm looking forward to eventually at some point in life going to Galaxy's Edge. I think it's a very cool. Look, I am I am blessed in that I literally live, <laughs> I don't know, 10 minutes away from Disneyland. That wow. you know, any any given any given night, I hear the fireworks. Um, and that's know, just if, normal for you. Yeah. If I were to stand on my roof, I could probably see them. Wow. Uh, it, the only reason I can is because of the trees and all that. But uh, and and I haven't been to Disneyland in eight years, maybe. But that I mean that makes sense though. Like people who are local to big events don't usually go to them. Like if you live True. in New York City, you're not going to go touring the Statue of Liberty that often. You live in Washington D.C. area, you're not going to go visit you know the Capitol just because you can or the Smithsonian's. You know you don't do your local attractions that often. Yeah, I I I, I do like I, you know Disneyland's actually my favorite. I have a lot of good uh, uh, theme parks around here. It it is my favorite. It's just it it's gotten more and more crowded. Yeah. over the years and you know there has to be something really new for me to to go right uh, the last time i went they had the new star tours right um, so it was definitely worth it mm -hmm. well i just have and to I, go on I'll, record I'll go. I'll go when they when they get galaxy's edge but i'm I'm definitely not going this year right oh yeah i mean if nothing else i mean it's going to be a decent amount of money it's worth it. Cause it's a great time. I'm sure, but it's going to be a decent amount of money and I wouldn't want to pay as much as it's going to be to not get to see half the stuff I want to see because of the crowds. So, well, yeah, and I think the, the one ride's not even going to be open. Yeah. Like, it's not opening until like, was it July or August or something like that? Yeah, I think like, why? why? Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I just, I have to go on record because this is our pre celebration episode and I have already failed as a host. I said the Mandalorian was Saturday from 11 to 12. That is incorrect. It's actually Sunday that the Mandalorian is on. The Saturday 11 panel is the Galaxy's Edge one. So that's 11 to 1230. 
And uh, and then we do have the uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order after that at 1.30. But then Sunday from 11 to 12 is the Mandalorian. That panel, everything I said about it before, of course, still applies. But that's on Sunday. And then after that, at 3.30, we have a Star Wars The Clone Wars sneak peek panel. Now, what's really cool to me about that is the wording, the sneak peek part, because that's not just saying it's a panel about Clone Wars where you get a bunch of people up there and they're just going to talk about what makes Clone Wars awesome for 50 minutes and then at the end give you something new. It says that the entire vibe and the entire point of the panel is to give you a look at what's coming. Now, whether that's concept art, and uh, interviews with the, the cast, I'm sure all that most likely trailers or something at the end. Um, but I, I just I'm excited that the entire purpose of this panel is forward facing and not um, mostly looking back with a little bit of future at the end. So uh, so did they say who's going to be on the Clone Wars panel yet? I haven't seen it and en- I can try to find Dave it right Fal- here. Dave Filoni and guests. Probably. I'll try to look it up real quick. The thing is, most, if not pretty much all, of the Clone Wars cast is going to be there anyway for autographs and photo ops and so on. So, uh, Sam Witwer is going to be there, I'm sure. Yeah. No, every- okay, it says, um, Dave Filoni and special guests celebrate the return of Star Wars The Clone Wars and share a sneak peek at what's to come. So here, we're going to go to the uh, guest panel because I'm going to read... All the Clone Wars people. Because they have a Clone Wars team, like photo op you can do. Are you kidding me? No. Let's see, where is it? Like, who's who are, who's the, the team that you're with? That's what I'm going to try to look up. It's it's most of the, like, the main people from the show. Oh! Uh, where are you? Oh, I'm looking at guests, not photo ops. That's why. I know one person who's already got tickets for that. You think tickets? Huh? You think the person needs tickets? What do you mean? Who are you talking about? Corey. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I had. I was thinking like Sal or something. They probably Lucasfilm was just like, "Hey, why don't you're you're part of the photo op with the rest of the cast?" No, I think Corey 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 Wolfpack uh, on Twitter. He's a huge huge Clone Wars fan. I'm sure people know who he is. But uh, yeah, I guarantee he's going to that thing. And if he's not, uh, then I need to know what's wrong with him. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty sure. Again, you also don't need a a lottery to get into the Clone Wars thing. And I am planning on getting to that, too. And again, this is just confusing to me. Like, how can you have a Clone War or a a not lottery for the Clone Wars, but you do have a lottery for Galaxy's Edge? This still doesn't make sense. Yeah, then Clone Wars honestly feels like it's going to be bigger. Yeah. And And then the question is, well... If lining up is not allowed, then what do you do? You yeah. just enter that there, hyperspace queue thing? Yeah, I think you have to like enter the line via the app and when? have your play. I, we'll find out. <laughs> well, uh, see, that's, and, 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 and listen, this is the thing, you know, we're talking frankly with, with people. Yeah. But this is, what I, this is what I worry about for, for all for all of you celebration attendees when i went to celebration the service was horrible there's so many people in a small spot that trying to get on any website through your phone right was incredibly difficult um 
the free Wi-Fi didn't work well. And, and this is this isn't just Star Wars. When I when you go to San Diego Comic Con, right? New York Comic Con, same thing. Yeah, when you when I went to WonderCon in you know when I went to D twenty three, everything just kind of lagged, and so yeah. I don't know what to say. You know, uh, you just got to be persistent, especially if you know that this panel's opening up or this line you can now get in this line. Uh, everyone at the same time is going to bombard that that one small section of the app. You know, and and you just it's it's going to be insane because that is a massive amount of data and traffic going through these routers and servers and so on. So it's going to be a little insane. You know, yeah. I hope. I I hope hope so. You know, when when you look at something like so so, I don't know if everybody or if anybody's familiar with this, but it happened recently. So tickets for. Avengers Endgame. It yeah. was it was a nightmare, and For one you. of the pri- <laughs> well, one of the primary causes was that AMC went down. Yeah, and if you have a list like me, and you're trying to get you know your the, the the thing you already paid for, you're trying to get that at your local theater, and it's not working. That's a problem, right? But the, the other thing that happens is is that all the other sites that are referring people to, you know, that are using AMC information start getting bogged down. Right. And so for some people just trying to get tickets through Fandango, it was an hour wait. Yeah, I saw that. I, I did. I was looking around after I, cause I got my tickets Thursday at six, just saying. Um, but afterward I was looking around at other theaters and stuff. Like I waited like an hour and checked in again. And like you said, like the, the queue to get in to maybe get a ticket was over an hour there. By the time that you get in, they're going to be gone. Right. Right. I mean, by the time I was able to do a workaround to look my like planned movie theater was sold out. Yeah. And so I ended up, you know, I'm going to see it eight o'clock instead of seven o'clock. And in the not so perfect theater, uh, still pretty huge theater. But that's the thing, you know, it was the most it was one of the most frustrating hours of of my adult nerd life. Well, actually, it's like four or five hours. So I would just suggest, you know, and again, I wasn't calm when I wasn't able to get tickets, but just try and be as patient as you can, um, you know, while you're at celebration. And if it's not going your way, that the people who are staffing it are probably all mostly volunteers and you can yell at them if you want, but they have no control over what's going on. So just kind of right. remember that, you know, not to take it out on them. If, uh, if the app starts to cause issues. So now is not the time for me to point out how I'll be seeing the movie at three o'clock your time on Thursday. No. Okay. I won't do that. Then. Wait, wait, uh, look, as long, I'm staying, I'm officially staying off of Twitter at three well what's the earliest showing six uh, as far as i know anywhere i mean it might be like oh i don't know i'm just probably gonna stay off twitter that thursday okay so text you all the spoilers then (laughs) yeah same thing like star wars i will stay off twitter that day (sighs) all right i'll stay off i'll stay off all social media that day well anyway you'll get the you'll get the jerk who will text you uh or dm you with (laughs) 
oh, you yeah. know, Han Solo dies as his name. Right. That's very true. Yeah. Um, to answer the question we had before, by the way, the uh, the team up Clone Wars cast photo op that you can do includes reading off the website here. It says Lanter, Taylor, Eckstein, Tabor, Baker, Kane, and Wood. Oh, and you. Oh. That's good. <laughs> it is. How much is that? One ninety. That's worth it, though. I'm like, for all of them, that's not a bad deal. No, it's really not. Like I paid, I paid. You know, I don't, I don't buy autographs, but I wanted to buy somebody's autograph. Um, so I, I paid for Matt Woods, so he could, uh-huh. so he could just sign my Clone Wars um, um, guide from the complete series Blu-ray set. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was cool to talk to. He signed it. It was great, and that was worth it to me. But a picture with all these people—that that's that's something that doesn't happen often. Right. And speaking of, doesn't happen that often. Guess who else is going to be doing photo ops? His name is Hayden Christensen. And he'll be there doing that. We also have, who else do we have? Uh, everybody. I mean, <laughs> aside from your, like, your main cast from the current movies, um, you got a bunch of people from Resistance and from Clone Wars and from Rebels, uh, from Rogue One, like Riz Ahmed and uh, Forrest Whitaker, Alan Tiddick, they're all going to be doing it. Um, from Solo, we have uh, Paul Bettany will be there. A bunch of people from the original trilogy. Uh, some people. Uh, uh, Tamara Morrison had to cancel, so he won't be there anymore. Um, but we still got a couple of people representing from the prequels and all around. It's going to be pretty good. Now, why do you this, have to cancel? The scheduling conflict is all it said. Scheduling conflict. You know why? No. Oh, oh, what? Where are you going with this? They're filming pickups uh, right now for Mandalorian uh, with him. As Jango Fett. Is that your, your bold claim? or is Oh, that... no. Oh, no. We could take that to the bank. <laughs> there we are again, going back to the bank. Yep. All yep. right. I like it. I do yeah. like it. Because that would make sense. Like, what scheduling conflict could come up at the last minute to keep you from being at Celebration? That would make sense. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And, and and here's the thing. Just looking at the the list of people that that are uh, signing autographs or that that are there, there's there's a big hole, and it's kind of sad, you, you know, because because when when I went when I went to celebration, uh, it was Mark Hamill was signing, and next to Mark Hamill was Carrie Fisher. And next to Mark Hamill on the other side was was uh, um, uh, Peter Mayhew. Right. Oh, he'll be there and this time. He, two over, <laughs> two over from Carrie Fisher was Kenny Baker signing. Yeah. And just that, you know, that group is gone. You know. Right. Hamill's not signing. I don't, well, know if they kicked him. I don't know if they kicked him out or what the deal is. Or... Well, that's what I was going to ask you about, because he hasn't been announced to be at Celebration. I'm pretty sure he will be, at least at the Episode 9 panel, if nothing else. So once he actually shows up, do you think he'll be added as like a last minute, like you couldn't do the pre-order, but he'll still it's, be there? It's possible, because the thing is, is that the amount of money that they make from these things is insane. Well, I was going to say, because if that's the case, if they do add him, take my money now. Like that, it, like I don't care. That's happening. <laughs> if, you get if he, a picture with him. 
Oh yeah. Like if if he's there, if he's doing pictures, like screw the rest of celebration. I'm doing that. I like it, Tim. You're, you're <laughs> good. You're a good kid. <laughs> Everybody's a kid to me, but uh, yeah, I, 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 you can share that picture with me privately. I won't. I won't publish it. I just need to see it. <laughs> well, you already know there are going to be a couple others that that I'm going to be getting, so I can. I do. I can let you know about those too. Wait, did you? Did okay. So look, did you did you finalize? Like, do you have do you have a a, a photo op budget that you're working with? Are you doing photos but not signatures? I am doing photos and not signatures. Um, okay, because you'd rather spend your money on a photo rather than somebody signing something. Right. If it's the same amount of money, because uh, there is another, without going into too many details, there was this other event I went to a while back. And for for that event, I both got a picture with the people and the autographs. And it was cool. And I appreciate having them both. But the pictures mean far more to me because not only is it the memory of it, but especially with people from movies or something, you know them by their face. So to see yourself next to these people from the screen means a whole lot more than when they wrote their name. Okay, fair enough. So, I, I mean, I, I get it. I like autographs, too. I have a bunch of those. But just if I only if I have to choose one and budget wise, yeah, I have to choose one over the other. They're the same price. Then, yeah, I'm going to go with the pictures. So so if you don't mind letting our audience know who have you selected as your possible go to uh, individuals and, and why? So on the one hand, I, 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 I one today. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> on the one hand, I really wanted like half the people who are going up. I'm like, yes, that one, that one, that one, that one. That's not even remotely realistic because I am not rich. So um I, it was really hard narrowing it down. So like you said, there's a lot of thought and reasoning behind my final list as of now. It still can go down even more. But um, the main ones I'm looking at, I have, of course, Hayden Christensen. I mean, he, I have a lot of appreciation for him and uh, what he's done with his career and himself. And regardless of what you felt about the prequels or the character or his acting or direction or anything like that, he is still the face of half of Star Wars as we know it right now, essentially. He's the face of the prequel trilogy, even though he was only in two of them. There was a, there was a poll floating around today, and I, I may have to look and see if I can find it. But it was, what is, your fa- what is the best or what is your favorite? Uh, prequel tr- trilogy, original trilogy, or sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. And prequel trilogy was winning today. Really? Yeah. Well, with I a, mean, with a, with a decent amount of votes. And it's increasingly popular, especially among the younger people, because that's what they grew up with, you know? Right. So, like, me personally, I grew up with both. Like, the originals and the prequels were big parts of my life. Um, I knew the originals longer because they. I, I mean, I was young, but I was around before the prequels came out. So, you know, I, I was I, I remember them coming out some better than others, but still, you're not you're not no outlaw. Correct. I am not <laughs> um, like I, I still remember uh, I was I was again, I admit I was young for this, but I do remember the announcement of Ewan McGregor going to be playing Obi-Wan. Um, Who were you two? Well, I mean. I was young, but I remember. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, just you know, take take from that what you will. But uh, so anyway, 
growing up with those, you know, was big. So anyway, regardless of what you think, the point is, Aiden Christensen is okay. Well, would you if they offered it and it was four hundred dollars, Tim, four hundred dollars, photo op you, Aiden Christensen and Mark uh, Hamill. Uh, <laughs> because uh, it would be about that price, probably, right? What, what, what's uh, yeah. Mark Hamill's maybe 190, uh, and you're paying for the premium of you as the as the uh, creamy center in their Oreo cookie. Man, four hundred dollars, Tim. Are you a real fan or not? <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, you know, look, you're going to spend, I know you, you're going to spend $400 on photo ops, period. That may be with hey. seven people though, five yeah. people, four people. You know what I mean? But let me put it this way. Yeah. If that's the case, like if I am spending that money, regardless, if it's just that I'm spending that on four people versus that on the two of them and me, then yeah, I do that. I would take the two of them and me and, and have that be it. Um, but if we're looking at trying to conserve money in the first place, <laughs> it's a little, I'd have to think about that more and, and do different planning. Are you trying, are you really trying to conserve money, Tim? I, I'm trying to be responsible. responsible <laughs> you know, I mean, is one thing. Conserving money is another. I conserve money. Okay. Yeah, I basically I basically volunteered for a Sunday to work the autograph autograph booth so I could get free autographs in a pack. Uh huh. So I got autographs. Right. And I worked with Ian McDermott. That's called conserving money. Wait, is right. that conserving money or being? I don't know what it is. It's basically <laughs> okay. Uh huh. And I still have my pictures, so. And and I got the two of the ones that I got were uh, uh, actually got some good ones. I got uh, I'll have to tweet it out on a podcast twenty seven account. But I got and this was free for me working seven hours. Right. Uh, but I got Peter Mayhew's autograph. I got uh, Jeremy Bullock's autograph um, because I worked specifically for um, Ian McDiarmid uh, that day. I, I was sort of his line bodyguard or whatever you want to call it. Uh, mm -hmm. I got a choice of getting an autograph or a photo op. I took the autograph, Tim. I'm, I'm bigger on autographs because uh, I don't like the way I look in pictures. Oh, uh, yeah. To be fair, I don't either. Um, but I don't know. It's just something cool about knowing that that's you with them. That is worth it. it for me. I get it. But I always critique every picture I've ever taken. Like, I haven't shared the picture that I took with, you know, uh, uh, Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. Yeah. No, that I mean, I'm. That was me at, at the. That was me many years ago at the her universe booth, and she just happened to be working it. And I said, "Can I take a picture with you?" And then, and then that's when I told her that uh, I thought Ahsoka sucked. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. No, I did. I, I I regretted it ever since, and I try and tell people the you know words of wisdom. If you hated a character or an actress, and now you love them. Never tell them that you used to hate them, but now you love them as a cool thing. It's, it's not cool. Uh, <laughs> I told her, I said, I hated Ahsoka at the beginning. She was really annoying, but she's growing on me. I really love the character now. And it's just like, it's like a backhanded compliment. 
yeah, yeah, yeah she's I like know. you know i i worked on her in the beginning too and you still hated her yeah so uh yeah never do that for all i know i could have been all the right. bully that she was talking about <laughs> although i never posted online but but you know what i'm saying that's that's not a that's not a compliment uh i realized the error of my ways I'll only say nice things to to any artist and creator if you see them in person, uh, if you interact with them online. If you don't like their work, just don't talk about their work at all to them. There's enough pressure in that lifestyle to get it right anyway. So you're not going to be the first and only person telling them your disappointment in something. Yeah, and I'd love to apologize to her, but at the same time, it's like, hey, I'm sorry that I said I hated you. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I just I don't even I don't remember even that guy that. who said this to you at that at that time. Yeah. yeah, that was me, and I'm sorry now. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't do that, but <laughs> you know, yeah, that's the thing. Stay away from that. Stay away from that that faux pas. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, but no, yeah. So uh, if Mark Hamill's taking pictures again, like like I, I'm screwed. But uh, they also got you know Billy D. Williams. It's going to be there, Peter Mayhew. Uh, even like the John Ratzenbergers and Julian Glovers are, are there for pictures and autographs, and it's going to be pretty sweet. So, I would, if I, if I had a choice, I would only get one. I would actually get a damn photo op with this guy, hands down. The guy Jul- who played the Donna in, uh, oh. in Rogue One. Right. Because he's one of the greatest characters ever in Game of Thrones. I knew that was coming. Yep, plain and simple. And if and if uh, if uh, Gwendolyn Christie was was there, oh man. Well, what about Julian Glover for uh, Indiana Jones? No, 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 no. Julian Glover's in Game of Thrones too. Oh, Don't is he? Have the... Oh yeah. Mister Pycel. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you, get, you get all three. You get like like you get Empire, you get Star Wars, you get Indiana Jones, and you get Game of Thrones with him. I mean, that's a pretty good combo. <laughs> to get. It is a great combo. Three of my favorite things in life. And then if you just also want individual uh, voice actors, by the way, like just James Arnold Taylor, just Matt Lanter, just Ashley Eckstein or something like that. Oh, just. Instead of everybody in the cast like we went over before. Or you can do like the some more team ups of uh, Anakin and Ahsoka, you know, and get them in a photo with you. I mean, there are all these combos, and it's great. Or I'm just still focusing on Clone Wars. They got the same thing for Resistance and Rebels. That's tough though, because because while uh, while you know uh, Ashley Eckstein is a recognizable face for some for somewhat, you know, Matt Lantern isn't, James Arnold Taylor isn't, and so yes, you know who they are. But it almost it almost feels like getting a picture with voice actors is not quite the same as getting a picture with you know uh, people that are in live action films. Yeah, I mean Matt Lanter has his TV show he's known for too, but it's not. I I still get your point though. I mean. It, it's so much going to largely depend on what it means to you personally, though. Like so many people I've seen online, again, ha- whatever thoughts they had about Anakin, usually changed and usually improved by Matt Lanter's 
version of Anakin in the Clone Wars. So many people, like Jared had talked about this on the show a long time ago, and, and we backed him up on this. So many people can see James Arnold Taylor as the primary Obi-Wan these days just because of how much time he spent with the character, and we did too from oh, the I, series. I yeah. So at the same time, you know, if you're a big Obi-Wan fan and you've got the same exposure we have, I mean, as of now, we don't know what's going to happen, but as of now, you and McGregor's not going to be there. So James Arnold Taylor is going to be your Obi-Wan option. Uh, you know, he's not going to be there, is he? Because if he does, and if he does a photo op, I am so Like, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> like, if Mark Hamill and Ewan McGregor are both taking pictures there, like, as, as honestly, much as that... I, I hope not. <laughs> I don't think Ewan McGregor will. But, I, but if he's going to be there, he's going to be there on... Monday. Monday for the Phantom Menace panel. Yeah. There's no like future filmmakers panel or something, which I was kind of surprised about because that would be a good opportunity. Look, they, they, but here's the thing. They have to make sure they're not going to fire these people first. Well, <laughs> I mean, there, there is some truth there. But like you were talking about a couple weeks ago about how like we'll come out of this celebration with a Star Wars movie of the future, whether it's 2020 or, or whatever, like there's going to be a next one. Where is that going to happen? Like what panel, what timing, like where are we going to get that? Or is it just going to be announced online simultaneously with celebration? I think if anything, we're going to hear about it possibly during the force awakens panel. Okay. Just because, or I mean, uh, episode nine, just because of the number Sorry, of yeah, viewers, it's like the biggest one. So that's why they do it then. Yeah. Or they're just not going to announce it at all. But, but I think the likelihood it's really I, hard to say because because you can look at the Mandalorian panel and say, okay, they're also going to announce future series for right. the Disney streaming. And I know I know a lot of people, uh, myself included, would love it if they announced a uh, a Han and a Lando series. Han and Lando, Kenobi is another big one. Yeah, Kenobi, but that would most likely to me be announced if you and McGregor's there. That gets the announcement at the Phantom Menace panel. I'm torn. I mean, part of me agrees with you, but at the same time, it just seems a little bit, a little bit more suited to follow the Mandalorian than episode one. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, no, I'm, I'm I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but like, uh, the Phantom Menace introduces you and McGregor's Obi-Wan. Hey, guess right. what? Now we're going to continue his story past the prequels with, the Disney Plus series. Yeah, yeah, but if you're taking a look at a, if you're celebrating a 20 year anniversary of a movie, and by the way, there's this new series now, is a little bit more disjointed than here's this new series on Disney Plus. Oh, by the way, a quick teaser at the end. Here's another new series coming to Disney Plus that everybody wants while everybody's Possible. watching. Possible. We we may get we may get more information about Cassian on. That. Yeah, yeah, that too. I really don't know. You you know I I don't know I don't know where an announcement for the movies would fit in. I do know that there is two other huge events this year that may be more prone to announcing a, a you know a, it almost feels like the it almost well it almost feels like D twenty three would be would be the one. I could see that, yeah. Uh, but then again, D23 doesn't go so far out. They're only usually for the next year. 
So well, whatever. But I mean, if let's just say the Kenobi rumors are true and it's only like six episodes, you can do that. You could do that, but but you know, again, are we getting a, an announcement? Will there be a Star Wars movie in twenty twenty? No, I don't think so either. But the, the, the entire vibe of this celebration is this is building up the hype for the peak and for the climax and almost a finale for now. But, you know, it, it's like with episode nine being the highlight, everything else is just this is a a huge moment in the timeline of Star Wars, you know, the end of this year and celebration is a preview for the end of this year. So I would be really surprised if all this is going on. And then, by the way, oh, we got more coming out. We got another movie that's coming out next year sometime after all of this. We're not going to let any dust settle. We're just going to slam you with another movie. It just doesn't. They, I think they know pacing, and I don't think they're going to go that far. Yeah, so what you're saying is it almost feels like they want to take a, a breather. Yeah, and let the let the desire. I mean... For people like us, we're going to see it no matter what. But for the average moviegoer, they got to be careful about not giving them Star Wars burnout. And it's it's kind of weird to say that, but if if you have all this in episode 9 and then the trailers are going to break the internet, all that good stuff. And then oh, and there's this TV series cuz people are going to find out about that once there's a trailer for that too. Oh, this looks cool. And what's going on with this? And oh, and there's a new movie coming out in 2020. It's just going to be a little bit of overload for an average person. So I, I would think that they would rather just give it a minute, let everybody breathe, let them enjoy what we have, and then build up that desire and that hype and that want for more Star Wars again before you give it to them. That makes sense. So we're going to. It's not like Star Wars is going to go away. There's going to be. Right. You know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Cassian comes out in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. That that would make sense. You know, you'll have more episodes of Resistance. You may even have another. uh, You may even have another animated series. Uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for them to fill in you know after jedi yeah (laughs) no no i agree that that, that's a originally you had so much rich content there with the original timothy zahn books and that's where thrawn became a thing you know like there there there's so much potential for the story in that time frame and originally, it was because there was nothing after that. So they could do whatever they wanted with the story and just keep on going. Now, of course, that's Legends, EU, all that good stuff. But the potential's still there because even though they can't go on for forever, they still have 30 years to work with, which is a lot of time. You know, it's like everybody keeps saying for Kenobi, you know, you have 20 years of one of the greatest Jedi ever sitting on a desert planet by himself. And by the way, he's supposed to be training from his mentor Qui-Gon during part of that time. And he's just sitting there doing crochet? I don't think so. So you can do something with that for 20 years, and then you can do something for 30 years with this big moment with this Republic, this new Republic taking over the galaxy. Not taking over, that sounds bad. But, you know, getting uh, in political favor with this galaxy and setting up this order of peace and all that. Uh, I, the, the, my word choice doesn't sound very good. <laughs> Like the take control order, I sound like a bad guy now. That's not what I mean. Anyway, so yeah, th- this is just you know some some things that we're. Looking-
looking at. So what we're going to do, uh, Mark, I just want to go ahead and ask you, what do two things, two things. First off, what's one surprise announcement or, or surprise footage or something that we get from celebration people aren't expecting yet. And secondly, what are your final thoughts or predictions for the episode nine trailer slash title? Oh, geez. Um, we'll, we'll start. We'll start with the surprise first. You know, I honestly, it, it's been it's been ban- bandied about a little bit, uh, so it, it's not wouldn't be a surprise. But again, I would like to see them continue what they started with Solo. Okay, in, yeah, in some form, and I and I hope at this point, with uh, the numbers from Netflix, uh, with the amount of people that have watched it, you know, whether they've they've purchased it or whatnot that they see that this may be a really good option you know mm-hmm. uh, uh any any hand solo uh sort of hour long you know him bumbling and winning uh you could just you could have multiple it doesn't even have to be it could be you know movie of the week heist of the week uh with yeah. solo and you could throw in lando you could throw in you could have Lando, Jabba, Boba. Uh, you could have all the bounty hunters. You could have, you know, Imperials and you know Star Destroyers, and you name it. You could have all of that. You could have. They can introduce you to young, sexy Lobot for God's sake. At this point. <laughs> so it's really just a nice thing to bring in everything. You know, do you be- see? Do you see this as being Han and Lando together? No. No, but I see them okay. you know, work. I, I see that I don't see them flying in the Millennium Falcon together, but I see them running into each other quite a bit. You don't well, even necessarily uh, have to have it be you don't even have to necessarily have it be Han Solo centric. It could be what episodes from you know, you you could have the same story but two different viewpoints. You could have one episode be right. from Han's point of view, and then you could tell it, you know, almost like what is it, Rashomon? To where, no, 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 that's not what happened. This is what happened. And, you know, Lando's the hero in the story. I would I would be cool with that. And I'd even like it, yeah, if they, like, cross-referenced each other. So, like, you know, if if you're following Han on something and they talk about Lando, that's cool. I don't want to see them sharing screen time in it. Just because the way Solo ended and where Empire picks up with their characters is a perfect uh, sync. Oh, no, no, no. What are you talking about? You're yeah. acting like they didn't have any adventures together? From uh, Well, from... I don't know if they did or not, but even if they did, the way that we left them in Solo and the way we pick it up in Empire works, and it fits together like a glove, and I don't want anybody to come in, separate that glove, and go, oh, look at me, there are more story between those parts. Huh. I, it may well have happened, but I just don't need to see that. Okay. So again, it's cool. If, like, like, like you said, like Java, Han and Java, you know, because again, with the way Solo ends, he's going to go to Tuin to find out about this Java guy and do jobs with him. That's cool. So we'll, we can have that. And while he's doing these things for him, the, you know, some other bounty hunter or something references, uh, you got to be faster. Orlando's going to beat you. You know, like that kind of thing is cool. I like that. Um, I, I don't know. It, it just, I wouldn't be surprised if they do share screen time. It's just, that's not what we, I'm not rooting for it. And, and it has nothing to do with it. Like, I loved Alden, Aaron, Reich, and Donald Glover together. Like, on the one hand, it would be fun to see them on screen together again. I, I just, I, I don't want to ruin the beautiful writing of how that solo ended. 
But anyway, all right, so we got that. But uh, episode nine, the trailer and title, final thoughts for that. Because when we're here next time talking about it, we'll have a lot to talk about, like an actual trailer and an actual title. That's what you're excited for? No, I'm asking you, like, what are your final predictions and thoughts oh, the about title? the title slash trailer? I don't know how, I don't know what kind of prediction I can have for the trailer. I, I'm open. So, to, so I'm somebody, open. somebody had said something about, um, I think it was one of Jason's sources. He wrote this on making star Wars. He didn't have any details, but said something about something involving the trailer was a real tearjerker. And I don't know if that's because it was like, you know, this is the end of the series for now, or if it was like an emotional Skywalker thing or I don't know, but in some way that was supposedly, associated with it so like what what type of thing would you like to see that role fulfill i want to see a big jedi battle for well i want to see like seven jedi or seven good guys with lightsabers versus seven bad guys with lightsabers like the knights of ren okay i mean that'd be cool i don't know if we get that in the teaser (laughs) <laughs> no, like yeah, Mace Windu out of nowhere, like, hey guys. Oh yeah, with like Bionic what I miss. <laughs> Bionic Windu would be awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I, I guess uh, just also, what uh, what pro tips would you give to someone like me who hasn't been to a celebration before? It's hard to say because you know you're you're doing it from a space of where you're not going to be tired for the first two days. Um, you're going to be generally fresh and rested. Uh, but I would suggest that if you see something you like and the price is right, buy it. Do not wait. Do not say, well, let me look around and see if I can see, find it someplace cheaper. I probably or, would do that. Yeah. Just buy it. If, if, if it's, if it's something that you want and the price is acceptable, buy it. Because when you get back to it, it may not be there. Or you may never find the place again because you're like, where, <laughs> where, where was that at? Yeah. And, you, I, and you, you know, it's gone by that point. So I, I did that at, at New York Comic Con where I was walking around and there were a couple of things I saw. And I was like, okay, like, I'll, I'll think about that more. I kept walking. Do I want that? I don't know. I was contemplating it. Fortunately, when I made my way back, it was still there and, and I was able to get it. But I can totally see where that could have gone the other way too. But if you're there on Sunday, then and, and if you're there the lot, I'm sorry, Monday, haggle. Really? Yeah, haggle all day. <laughs> because because it may have been twenty, and now you're like, you know what? I'll give you fifteen for it, and you don't have to take it home. That makes sense. Yeah, because right. I, oh. I I used to go, you know, like. Um, uh, different types of shows and stuff uh, that I've been to before where you do that kind of thing. I've never thought of that in the convention sense, but it makes sense. It's the same oh, yeah. thing, a lot, really. A lot of these guys, a lot of these guys are, you know, just independent stores and they sell it. You know, they have to, they have to take the time to, to wrap it up. To right. It, and they may be doing free shipping. Even. Right. Same thing with a lot of these celebration exclusive prints. So if on Monday these celebration exclusive prints are still there, I wouldn't necessarily offer less for it because it almost seems like offensive. But like, what would you time, take for it or something? Yeah, say, do you have any? Are there any sales for the final day? Hint, hint. You know, that's a fair question. Yeah, because they have to take it home. Then, if somebody wants to buy it off their website, 
they have to put it in a mailer or a rolled tube and send it out. Right. So it almost makes sense for them to just go, you know what? That would cost me $5. I'll give it to the kid for $5 less. Saves my time. Makes sense. Any other pro tips? <laughs> no other pro tips. I, well, I know you mentioned last time something about being aware, like where the main, like where the cantina or whatever is, like the main center. But what about like the Star Wars show? Like I know they had their their stage set up. Is anything ever really like I know they got some celebrities who do interviews there, but it's anything? all different from when I went, so it's hard to say. Okay. All but, right. But obviously on Thursday, you know, take a look and see where everything is. Yeah, so that you know, get a lay of the land. Have a, have a meeting place if you're with a bunch of friends. Uh huh. It's always easy. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So for anybody who's going to be there, uh, I will have, as Mark mentioned early on, I have pins. I'm going to have a lot of pins, and they are the podcast two and eight seven logo. So if you see anybody who has one. Either it's me, and congratulations, I'll give you some, or it's someone I already gave some to, and um, maybe they were willing to take extras so that they can give you one, or they can point you my direction or something. Um, but if you see somebody with with the pen on and it has the podcast 2 and it's 7 logo, that means I've been there, and you can get a pin too. So check that out. I'm also going to be having some... I got a bunch of stuff with our logo, man. I got, I got a shirt that has our logo on it. I got a little bag that has the logo on it. <laughs> so like if you see the podcast logo all over a person, that's me. Um, and uh, we really didn't get a whole lot into any other like spoiler conversation. So and we don't have much time to go into that. So I'll just mention one other thing that I meant to mention last week and forgot about. Um, it's been heavily discussed within the circuit of people who want to know about leaks. So if you've looked at it, look any leaks type of stuff at all, you already know about this. But uh, I guess, you know, quick spoiler warning but there is a lot of conversation around toward the end of the movie um a fight that takes place in zero gravity and the rumor has that it's associated with kylo's ship in some way um but that's a a a big scale scene and if you remember, John Boyega t- uh, on Instagram, I think, had said something about them finishing this crazy scene that had never been done before in Star Wars or something like that. And it was really cool and awesome and all that. I feel like there's a decent chance that that's the scene he was talking about, where um, whatever the fight is, whoever's there, it's really cool because they're floating in, in zero G for this big fight. And if you get like Ray and Kylo involved in this fight and they can use their forceness in the middle of the zero G epic battle. I think you can imagine how this could look pretty sweet on the big screen when JJ is behind the camera. So that's one other thing I meant to mention last week, something to look forward to in the movie. Um, I think for now in, in regards to spoilers and stuff uh, or leaks or whatever you want to talk or what do you want to call it? We have the trailer before our next episode. So most likely next time that we're on, we'll be discussing that and the title of course, we'll get to the Mandalorian, Clone Wars, all the awesomeness coming from Celebration. We'll talk about it next time. After that, we'll probably get back to some more, if you're interested, some more of the of these leaks and rumors and, and theories and all that good, fun stuff leading up to and, Episode 9. And music. And music. That's happening, too. Yes. Lots, next, of, lots of stuff. Next up will be Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yes. Yes, it will. <laughs> all right. So, um, anyway... That, that's our little uh, pre-Star Wars Celebration Chicago uh, uh, episode. I Safe will be- travels, everyone. 
Absolutely. And and I will be tweeting and putting out videos and all this stuff from the podcast account for sure, which is, of course, at podcast 2187 on Twitter and on Instagram. And I will also most likely be putting some things out on my personal account as well, not to promote myself, but just because it's super easy. And I know I have a lot of friends there. Um, so that if you do want to follow that, too, that is at it's trooper and then underscore five which I thought about changing to make it easier, but I'm not going to do that because I've committed at this point. Um, when, are you flying, when are you flying out? Uh, Wednesday. Nice. Well, be safe. Yeah, and if you're excited about being in Chicago, there are other things going on in the area too. So like, if you like baseball games, we got a couple baseball teams out that way. You know, you can go, go watch some, some good stuff there. I think both the White Sox and the Cubs are having a Star Wars night. Uh, at some point where they're giving uh, the Cubs are giving away a uh, a blanket on Saturday, I think it is, um, that has their logo with the Stormtrooper helmet on it. And the White Sox, I don't know what day it is, but they're giving out a, a chewy bobblehead on a baseball or something along those lines. So if you're a baseball fan, you can check those things out too. Um, it's not uh, football season, so you can't see the Bears. But, you know, there, there's a lot of other cool stuff. This This is a very big American city for more than just celebration, of course. So don't forget to enjoy everything else around it too. Um, and, yeah, so I'll be putting stuff out. Uh, I'll be trying to get some cool stuff, some cool content for the podcast as well. I don't know if I'll be, like, recording interviews or I'm not completely sure how it's going to work yet. But I'm going to be trying to do some cool stuff for the show um, while we're there. So... There's a lot to look forward to. It's going to be very exciting. This really is a calm before the storm. Uh, I know everybody ha- knows that there's a reason to be excited. They don't know what that reason is yet, but it's going to blow up here in just a few days. And it's going to be awesome to be there. And even if you're not there, just to see it online, to see it live streamed on YouTube and all this, it's going to be a fantastic time. I hope everybody enjoys it, no matter how you're experiencing it. And I'm going to be thrilled to talk about it with everybody when we're here next week. So... Until then, thank you, Mark, for being on, as always. And uh, I think we'll be back next time with some awesomeness. Bye, peoples. <laughs> that, that's your exit? Yeah. Bye. I'm not going to celebration. You are. Bye, peoples. Yeah, everybody else is going to celebration. I'm going to be home just watching your people. I'm going to be watching all your reactions. So bye, peoples. Have a good time. <laughs> I'll be more than happy to talk to, to you, Mark, about answer all your questions. If you can actually get my text in the, uh, the horribly clogged uh, internet superhighway. I didn't say when I'd answer them, but I'll answer all your questions. All right. Well, I'll try and send it to you, and I'll just hope for a response. All right. Anyway, this is going to be fun. Can't wait. See you next time. Bye, peoples. Bye, peoples.